this is lokesh umak and you are listening to hello sunday everyone including me has different hobbies regardless of financial gain hobbies nourish our souls and give our lives purpose it balances our life to put it briefly introducing kelly morris a professional pianist who quickly shifted her focus to writing and became a poet we have discussed wide ranges of topics including her goals for 2024 her sources of inspiration influence her writing process and how she comes up with ideas for poems stay tuned so could you please uh, tell me about your life uh, your vision of- sure yes first of all thank you for inviting me i was so excited um <laughs> i let's see a little bit about me i have been married to my husband for 30 years oh. and yeah we have raised three children uh, our oldest is married our granddaughter is 7 months old Amazing. um yeah i uh my goal for the next year that's really a tough one um there's so many things i i want to spend some more consistent time writing mm-hmm. Um I'm just kind of working now on I don't know looking for new ideas. I recently had a a collection of poetry published. And so now I'm kind of thinking about okay, what's next? Um just writing ideas, thinking about family history maybe. I've been really interested in um my grandparents, you know, history and just asking stories of my mom and just trying to glean little things about how things were then so that's great um and could you please tell me um your about education and how did you turn poet yes um well it's interesting i actually am a musician so okay. i've been playing piano since i was a little girl and music is really my first love I studied music in college, have a bachelor's in piano performance and a master's degree in uh piano collaboration. So I loved working with other musicians and a lot of my um career working years has involved teaching, either teaching at the college level or private piano or um also elementary music. I taught for almost 12 years. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and I had a little uh career change in the middle all of all of that and taught special education for 5 years, which was really uh, amazing and I I learned a lot from that, grew a lot from that. But I came to writing oh, it was probably 5 years ago I started the blog. Okay. just writing little reflections you know and um i was really drawn to some of the other bloggers and their poetry oh yeah i too love uh, writing poetry uh, when since i started blogging the poetry was my first thing to write mm-hmm. uh, it's really amazing it, it gives really- a satisfaction to writer uh, to poet 
Yes, right. it, it does. You can express so yeah. many things in so few words, I think, is one of the things that I was really drawn to. And also um, this process of writing that I learned, it was about the time the pandemic started, I joined an online poetry circle through someone I had met in the blogging community and she would host circles and I would write with four or five other people. And boy, that was, well, and we still write. I have a group now that I've been writing with for four, almost five years. Um, okay. But that, that's amazing. Yeah. That's one of the things that really, really got me interested in poetry because her view was get the words on the page. Just let it flow, whatever it is, and send your negative voice into the other room. And and then we would also read our poetry out loud to each other. Okay. All right. And what exactly inspired you to become a poet, Means uh, apart from this? Apart from this, I, I love getting, well, one of my former teachers read some of my poetry and she said, you um, are able to get deep feelings on paper and not everyone can do that. And I found that when I shared even the difficult things in life, because I write about, you know, anxiety and depression and more recently about grief. Uh, it's just been almost mm -hmm. a year since we lost my dad. And oh. When I would write about these things, um, it was almost like therapy for me. But then I realized it was, it gave me the ability to connect to other people. Yeah. yeah. So the connection, I feel like the connection is really the key for me. Yeah, right. Exactly. So uh, do you have any experience about, uh, I'm sorry for that, you you lost your father. Thank you. Thank you. He was a, a sweet, kind man. And we, we miss him, but it's like we tell each other, my mom and I especially, you know, he would want us to to continue on and, um, and to keep going and be happy in the memories. And so that's what we're trying to do. Any, any favorite memories uh, still inspire you with your father? Oh, gosh, yes. Actually, my uh, recent collection uh, is dedicated to him. And the first poem in the book is about a memory of my dad. Um, yeah, he he was a carpenter and mm -hmm. built houses his whole life. And then in later years, he did a lot of um, mission work and he traveled all over the United States and also to um, Brazil and Guatemala and Mexico doing uh, building churches and helping like repair after hurricanes. Um, so he left a, he left a very, a very good um, example for us about caring for other people. Yeah. Well, the father and mother that we learn a lot of things from them. Yes. And they are the only source of inspiration. That's a great and amazing thing to learn. I would love to dedicate uh, one poem in my, for my dad in the future. Yes, you should. You should. It's a, it's, yeah. it's a very sweet thing. And I love that I have it to go, to go back and read. 
and yes, then hopefully exactly. other people will read it and be able to connect with it too. Are there any specific poets or writers who have influence in your in your work apart from parents? Yeah, um, I uh, yes, as far as in recent times, I would say two of my poet friends that I've met in the blogging community. <clears throat> Allie Grimshaw is one of them. Uh, she just amazing. I love her poetry, and she's also the one that facilitates them, the poetry circles. And then River Dixon, who is a poet and also has a publishing company called Potter's Grove Press. Mm-hmm. When I started reading River's poetry, I loved the form and just the the simplicity and how how it just flowed. Um, and anyway, I submitted poetry to River, and he's published two collections. Now, I also love, of course, um, classics. I love Robert Frost poetry, and Emily Dickin- Dickinson is a, another favorite. Oh, yeah, I love uh, Robert Frost poetry. Yes. Yeah, it's very inspiring. Yes, it is. I love how he talks about nature. I write about nature a lot, too. Um, mm-hmm. just little things that catch my eye, you know, every day. I feel like I'm always drawn to the sky or the trees or the birds. Yeah. And how do you find uh, inspiration for your poetry? Uh, reading the favorite poets, apart from that, when you go out and travel, maybe in the nature. So do you get ideas and inspiration? I do, and it's really interesting. I I keep a journal and a, a pen with me all the time <laughs> and will write down ideas, but then sometimes it honestly can just be while I'm driving um, and something will catch my eye. Well, I can't stop and write right at that moment, but I will record voice memos if a little phrase or thought or word comes into my mind, I'll just record that. And then as soon as I can sit down with my journal, then I start to write. Um, <laughs> yeah. And even, you know, uh, it happens with me when I go to bed, it mm-hmm. don't allow me to sleep when some, something is stuck on my mind. For example, yeah. if I want to write some poetry and uh, until it gets finished, or maybe the idea keep poking my head. Is it happened with you? <laughs> yes, it has. And actually, there have been a couple of times where that's happened at night, and yeah. I didn't get up. I would just keep thinking, oh, I'll remember in the morning. I'll remember in the morning, but then it will go away. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. It's important to get it down on paper or voice, even if you can't, you know, really spend time working on it. I feel like as long as I get that initial idea down, then it'll flow later. So uh, do you have any idea how to get the read of such situations when you're not able to get sleep on the bed? Your head is with a lot of thoughts, maybe hundreds of thoughts. And uh-huh. so do you have any solution on this to <laughs> quickly fall into sleep? To calm those thoughts when you're trying to fall asleep? Oh, my goodness. Deep breaths. <laughs> Oh, exactly. Yes, and writing them down helps too. It just gets them out. But sometimes uh, sleep does not come easy. So, yeah. 
Okay. Can you describe your writing process, Min? Yeah, I have a couple of different processes. Um, the first one is kind of what I've already talked about. An idea will come. Mm-hmm. I will jot it down and then it just seems to flow. And then I'll spend time going back, rereading, editing, you know, looking at my word choice. Is this really what I want to say? How does, how does this, how does it sound? How do the words fit together? Mm-hmm. But then um, I have also written, um, for example, my most recent book, River, and I discussed a specific type of collection and so all of these poems are written based on either uh, lyrics from a song a hymn or a scripture so in that process I might read the lyrics to a song and I would read them through several times and write down a word or a phrase that stood out to me whatever you know yeah. yeah, so I write that down and then I would set a timer. I don't always set, set a timer, but if I'm using this process, it seems to help. Set a timer for six or seven minutes and just start writing from that okay. phrase and see and just see what happens and then go back from there and edit and change <laughs> and review. And okay. But um, I like both. I like both ways. I like that sometimes it just comes but other times it's really nice to um, to write from someone else's words and thoughts, whether it's a song or a poem or just a book I'm reading. I might be reading a book and a phrase jumps out at me and I'll jot it down and then write from that phrase. Yeah, that's correct. And do you have any, uh, any specific rituals or routines that help you get into creative mind? Um, boy, I do have a, a certain space in, in the house and office that's quiet and kind of, you know, away from any other noise. I like to, I like to drink hot tea. That helps relax. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I also have my piano here. So okay. sometimes I will just play a little bit too. Just change the mind and then again come back to the work. Yes. <laughs> writing poetry. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All right. That's an amazing thing. Really uh, having uh, hobbies that really satisfy our soul. Life is impossible to live, isn't it? Yes. Oh, I agree. Are there any uh, recurring uh, themes or topics that you uh, find yourself drawn to in any specific uh, kind of poetry? Um, well, yes, um, I am drawn to nature. Like I have said, I really seem to notice changes in the, uh, particularly in the sky and the trees, just surrounding nature. I I really enjoy listening, uh, to birds, watching birds, listening for sounds in the trees, Mm -hmm. just the rustle of the wind through the trees. What's it saying, you know, on that particular day, um, I write a lot about personal things, too. I write about family and parenting and uh, anxiety and depression. Uh, I've written a lot about faith um, and and music, just because music has been such a big part of my life. 
Um, and like I said, more recently, I have I have written a lot about grief and working through yeah. grief and just just kind of sharing the idea that life is a journey and we're all facing uh, joy and sadness and difficulty. And we just yeah. we just need to be open about it with each other. <laughs> uh, OK, so how did you find interest in depression? Why do you write for depression? Yes. Is, is there any story behind it? It is. Yes, it is personal. Uh -huh. I okay. have I have had some bouts with anxiety and depression and um, have sought writing to help mm -hmm. get those thoughts done on paper if I've been in a really low period. Um, yeah. And it's it's just it's just been really helpful for me to be honest, you know, to say, yes, I know people might see me and think, oh, well, she looks like everything's great. Well, you, you can look like everything's great. And sometimes things in your chemistry or in your brain are are not working quite right, you know. Um, so, so, yeah, it's definitely from a from a personal perspective. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. A lot of people are suffering from anxiety and depression because of a lot of reasons from food to our lifestyle. We need to change. We need to alter our lifestyle. And be careful about what we take in. You know, I think recognizing. Um, exactly. For, like for me, if I sat and watched too much news, I would not feel good. I would not be in a good place. You know, I would. Um, be very anxious. So there are ways for us to be, I feel like, to be educated about what's going on in our world without letting everything overpower us. What role do you see poetry playing in society today? Um, I really, I really feel like it's a great way for people to communicate their thoughts and feelings. And yeah. And then to connect, because some of the topics, just like what we've already talked about, might be difficult to broach in just a regular conversation. But yes. if I can share a personal struggle in a poem, and then yes. someone else can read it, and, and, and they might reach out to me and say, oh, I can relate to that. You know, I never knew mm -hmm. you were going through that, too. So I just feel like it's a great tool for communication. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's beautiful. <laughs> it actually feeds your soul. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, do you write with a specific audience in mind or write for all? I I really, my hope is that anyone would be able to read one of my poems and either relate to it or at least enjoy it. I I'm always amazed Mm -hmm. I, and you may have have found this in the blogging world too. How it's just so interesting to come into contact with people from all over the world. You know, yeah. here I am in tiny little Oklahoma, and you're across the world. <laughs> you know, <laughs> in another country. But what a beautiful thing that we can talk and connect over poetry. All right. And since you have been in, into writing for almost four plus years, right? Yes. So, uh, so uh, do you have any uh, advice for aspiring poets? And and what is your favorite poem all the time? Oh gosh, I know you asked me that question, and I kept thinking and thinking, and 
I don't have a favorite, but I picked out two little short ones that I can share. Um, I would, my advice would be to, um, to read, to read poetry, to read song lyrics, to read recipes, whatever kind of things interest you. I really think joining a writing circle is a great way to start. Um, but besides that, it's really, it's the act of writing. You just have to start. You have to get the words on the page and then have someone you trust that you can initially share them with because it's a very personal thing and it, yeah. it can be a little intimidating the first time you start sharing. But if you have a friend that you can share with and then have someone that can read your words back to you mm-hmm. uh, is also very powerful. But one, one thing about getting words on the page, I feel like the timer even though it seems like a strict, sometimes starting with that is helpful because it just kind of forces you to get started. Agreed. And I love to hear, it means poetry. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Some a favorite, and then you want me to read one of mine as well? Yeah, no issues, because when I read uh, your poetry, okay. when I visited your website, I love it, really. Well, thank you. I have a couple of those. I have a book of Emily Dickinson, and it's called Envelope Poems. And uh, there are pictures in here where she jotted little notes in poetry, like on the corners of envelopes. Yeah. And it's amazing. Just these short little phrases. And here's one of those. It says, in this short life that merely lasts an hour, how much, how little, is within our power. And then, uh, let's see. I have a Robert Frost. Okay. Uh, stars. How countlessly they congregate o'er the tumultuous snow, which flows in shapes as tall as trees when wintry winds do blow, as if with keenness for our fate our faltering few steps on to white rest and a place of rest invisible at dawn. And yet with neither love nor hate, those stars like some snow white Minerva's snow white marble eyes without the gift of sight. Love it. <laughs> and All then, right. Uh, uh, you want to continue? No issues. Do you want me to read one of mine? The one of mine? Yeah, yeah. Okay. please, please uh, go ahead. Because when you send it me in attachment, uh, if you can read it, that. Mm-hmm. It's called Driving Home. Parallel lines, well-planned grids built to intersect and connect. It all sounds so logical, like tracing a map with my finger while my eyes follow along. But one glance in any direction and all of the straight line logic melts into a sphere and I'm surrounded by earth and sky, peace and hope. Past, present and future. How is it possible? Sensing the vastness of this universe while driving down the highway. I don't know how, but it happened to me on a Tuesday. Oh. Really amazing. Just love it. Well, thank you. Keep doing it. You got that nose. Do it. Whatever the time you get. 
keep writing. Oh, I plan to. I plan to. I just got a new collection of journals and pens, and so I'm set for quite a while. (laughs) Yeah, correct. And is there any upcoming projects or themes you are excited to explore in in your future work? Something, any planning for future? Uh, Yes, I do have probably around 100 poems right now that I'm kind of working to organize and reset that I'm considering uh, submitting for publication. I've also uh, been thinking about entering some poetry contests. I've entered a couple. I thought that might be fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And recently, I think I mentioned earlier, I really have been giving giving a lot of thought to family history, uh, particularly one of my my mom's mother, my grandmother. And I don't know if it's because I just recently became a grandmother or what the draw is, but I, I keep to that and thank you and asking my mom stories about my grandmother. So I'm not sure where that will go, but th- those are my thoughts for now. Yeah. Is there any question for me? Oh, my goodness. How did you end up? getting interested in poetry uh my interest in poetry mm-hmm. uh, i have a website uh, called lake.co uh, that is l for lima e for echo k for killer and h for harry dot co okay yeah so um uh, i have been writing maybe more than five years i guess uh, i am also a corporate employee Mm-hmm. So, um, I know uh, since my schooling, uh, a hidden you know, nerves there inside of about writing and reading. So, uh, back in 2000, I guess, 13, 14, I started uh, writing on my pen and paper. But soon I got to know there's a platform like, you know, blogging online. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, gradually I started uh, exploring those internet things and started writing and then i write um, many different topics even uh, including poetry also okay so, and many uh, writers authors come to me and ask me for a guest post there uh, so i uh, you know do digital marketing for their uh, work services what they do okay uh, thank you for your patience yeah. and <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> 